Welcome to this week's audio grimoire supplement. It's something that Green and I put together due to the number of cards that the team felt was needed for a full picture to be developed for the story of your episode. If we had read the cards during the live stream like we normally do, it would have pushed that episode over the normal length. This way, we can offer the best of both options. For those who would like it, we present a full in-depth reading of the relevant grimoire cards that we discussed, and if you want to hear just our thoughts and summaries of the cards, the normal episode will be available at the same time. With all that, let's go ahead and activate our new version of Lorebot for the audio grimoire supplement. Query. Grimoire. Database. Results found. Displaying on screen. Information received. Initializing interface with Focused Fire Chat Lorebot Audio Grimoire Supplement Database. Connection successful. Initializing query from Lorebot 1.0. Queuing, reading, order as requested. Segment 1. General Introduction to Story. Grimoire Card Thorn. To rend one's enemies is to see them not as equals, but objects, hollow of spirit and meaning. Thirteenth Understanding, Seventh Book of Sorrow. Augmented through dark practices, Thorn was once a hero's weapon. Its jagged frame hints at a sinister truth, a powerful connection to the unutterable sorceries of the Hive. The legend of Thorn is bound to the rise and fall of Dregdenjor a guardian whose name is remembered with disgust and shame. The weapon was thought destroyed, but rumors of its existence still haunt the wilds. Grimoire Card, The Shadows of Yore From the Journal of Tebin Gray They tried to hide the truth, but we followed its winding path, pieced together the fragmented maps of events across time and space. Quite literally, mind you. From Traveler's Shadow to the dark corridors beneath the moon, and the long, harrowing journey back again. From the sickness inflicted upon the crucible, to the breaking of light on the red sands. From a forgotten settlement in the west to the horrors of the North Channel and Valor. From the wilds of the Breaklands to the hateful cold of Durga. Finally, then, to Dwindler's Ridge where darkness met pure, angry fire. We've traced your steps from beginning to end and back again. We've studied his reign, the terror he seated, the violence he wrought as if free of consciousness, only to discover a true and terrible thing. He was not simply the monster the legends claimed him to be. Though, in finding this truth, we've come to understand the desire to build an armor of false narrative around all he'd done, all he'd become. Yet that understanding, our understanding, of the need to control yours mythology, should not be seen as an agreement on the matter. Quite the opposite, actually. When viewed as he truly was, not as he is imagined... We challenge the known, mythologized depiction of the man who was Dredgen Yor. In our estimation, the monster so many see was, in fact, the best of us. His sacrifice total. His vile means meant to carve a greater end. 
They hide this truth because they fear the consequence of those who would dare to follow in his footsteps, to tempt the darkness, to allow one's light to be tainted. Few could walk that ledge and not fall completely into despair. And while theories exist to support or contradict the purity of the gift we wield, yours life offers a glimpse into unexplored possibility. Orsa agrees. He also believes, as I do, that there is a manner in which we may be able to replicate yours damnation while avoiding the same heavy toll. We will surely be judged for what it is we are about to achieve, and there will surely come a time when the lone gunman will want words, or worse. But we go now upon an old path, one we seek to make our own, and should we fail, may the light avenge all those we make to suffer. Grimoire Card Ghost Fragment Thorn The Rose the nobleman stood, and the people looked to him, for he was a beacon, hope-given form, yet still only a man, and within that truth there was a great promise. If one man could stand against the night, then so too could anyone, everyone. In his strong hand the man held a rose, and his aura burned bright. When the man journeyed on, the people remembered. In his wake, hope spread. But the man had a secret fear. His thoughts were dark. A sadness crept from the depths of his being. He had been a hero for so long, but pride had let him down sorrow's road. Slowly, the shadow's whisper became a voice. A dark call, offering glories enough to make even the brightest light wander. He knew he was fading, yet he still yearned. On his last day, he sat and watched the sun fall. His final thoughts, pure of mind, if not body, held to a fleeting hope, though they would suffer for the man he would become, the people would remember him as he had been. And so the noble man hid himself beneath a darkness no flesh should touch, and gave up his mortal self to claim a new birthright. Whether this was choice or destiny is a truth known only to fate. In that cool evening air, as dusk was devoured by night, the noble man ceased to exist. In his place another stood. Same meat, same bone, but so very different. The first and only of his family, the sole forebearer and the last descendant of the name Yor. In his first moments as a new being, he looked down at his rose and realized for the first time that it held no petals, only the jagged purpose of angry thorns. Segment 2. The Rise and Fall of Azir Grimoire Card Rezel Azir Before These Walls Rezel Azir was a man. In time, his kind would be called Titan. Mountains of muscle and might and metal. His collar was fur and teeth. His person clad in ornate, golden-edged plating. Trophies upon his shoulders. This was before the city was the city. This is before the walls. Still in the shadow of the fragile giant above, but before. Salvation seekers came. Survivors. Weary remnants of a people on the brink. 
These were the days before reason took hold, before study was merged with belief. The giant was looked to as one would a god. Maybe it still is. Factions grew from the huddled masses, like minds coming together to provide support, comfort. Over time, these loyalties demanded loyalty. Differences that used to inform viewpoints that when joined granted a larger understanding of the whole became points of conflict. The sanctuary became divided. The shadow of light grew darker. This, humanity's last oasis, slowly fading to a mirage. Great, powerful men and women, the Risen, stood at the faction sides. Protection, enforcers, misused possibility. Misery crept into this false paradise, yet hope lingered. Seeing the cracks in the society born beneath the giant's fractured shell, some among the Risen challenged the dissolution that all could be. They would no longer serve as instruments of oppression. They would be more. Thus began an unnecessary war made necessary by greed, ambition, fear. And in the chaos of the struggle came the scavengers, aliens with appetites, a common enemy. In the end, the scavengers were repelled and the factions fell, their grip broken, though their beliefs remained. This was the earliest days of the Guardians, when might found purpose, prosperity was in reach. Rezel had been a champion of these wars, a leader. Against the alien pirates, he had been more. If the giant wasn't a god, then maybe Rezel was. As the first walls form, built of hard work and sacrifice, Rezel and the Guardians stood against the alien plunderers time and again. More survivors arrived, more warriors. The Guardian ranks swelled. The city grew. Hope blossomed. To Rezel, it was a currency. Hope bought tomorrow. Tomorrow bought the effort needed to survive today. Yet Rezel grew weary. Stories haunted his nights. Old stories. Those no longer told. Those locked behind tight lips for fear of what they might invoke. Whenever the sun dropped below the horizon and the moon rose high, Rezel's thoughts wondered. How safe was safe? How long could they fight with the darkness still writhing? So, every day, Rezel would fight and build and protect. And every day, a city grew beneath the giant, and every night, he would think about all that was never said and stared intently at the moon above. Grimoire Card Rezel Azir War Without End Exori's Ambush His foot pressed hard to the sun-cracked ground. Beneath it, the vandal's neck gave. A hiss of ether burst free before dissipating. Rezel turned. Three dregs charged. Their captains raised his shock blade high, unleashing a battle cry to fuel their courage. Focus fire spit from the muzzle of Rezel's full auto. The dregs fell. To the captain, Rezel was a trophy that would buy unmatched respect among his devil brothers. 
to Rezel, the captain was already an afterthought, as ether leaked from the pirate's broken body with each blow of Rezel's heavy fist, Rezel's attention had shifted to the unknown, but inevitable, battles to follow. This was the state of things, conflict as common as breath. The Tuscan Valley Encounter A catch with unfamiliar markings hung low between two peaks. A rare sight. Fallen flagships weren't known to linger so close to the surface, preferring constant motion, like sharks on the hunt. Skiffs circled below the catch as their crews prepared to plunder any treasures the facility held. Rezel leveled his rocket launcher. A digital ping signaled a lock, and a trail of smoke shot toward the lead skiff. Two more rockets followed in rapid succession. The lead skiff took two hits, lurched and retreated back toward the catch above. The third rocket caught a trailing skiff as the craft turned to engage its attackers. Rezel looked back. Go! You can't take a catch alone, Hassa laughed. The ship isn't my target. Rezel had a plan. Hassa hated Rezel's plans with equal parts envy and concern. Lead the skiffs away, he continued. We'll meet. Can't meet you if you're dead, Tover shot back. Rezel smiled beneath his helm. Go. Hassa and Tover throttled their sparrows and disappeared into the heavy woods. Rezel watched from cover as the skiffs gave chase. The fallen below had taken defensive positions. The rocket attack caught them off guard, but they were ready now, and there were more of them than he had time to count. Rezel raced down the slope, weaving between the thick growth of brush and pine, on a direct path for the fallen clustered at the mountain's base, his ghost at his side. I need you to hang back. Uh, trust me. Always have. How quick can you light my spark? You expect to die? Can't say that's the best. How quick? Quick. Be ready for... You'll know. Rezel's ghost slowed as the guardian hit the valley floor. The fallen opened fire. Rezel leaped from his sparrow as it transmatted away, his rifle spraying lead at the entrenched pirates. The fallen's arc bolts peppered Rezel. Eager dregs rushed and were met with death as Rezel marched forward. A massive blast cratered the ground a few feet from the titan. The catch had turned its guns on Rezel. Another blast impacted to Rezel's left and he stumbled. A third exploded directly in his path. And Rezel fell. From the tree line, his ghost watched as the fallen celebrated and a skiff drifted down from the catch above. The circle around Rezel's body parted and the imposing figure of their Kel stepped forward to admire his prize. The chittering excitement quieted to a steady drone as the Kel lifted Rezel's limp body by the neck. A chorus rose among the crew, growing louder as the Kel hefted Rezel over his head for all to see. Rezel's ghost darted low through the crowd. He didn't like Rezel's plan, but now he understood it. Distracted by their Kel's triumph, the ghost presence went unnoticed until a beam of light swept over Rezel's body. The mood shifted instantly, cheers turning to ravenous shouts. 
The Kel's gaze fell to the ghost as the beam faded. The circle began to collapse, the fallen set to pounce. As the Kel moved to toss Rezl aside, cold steel met the underside of the alien marauder's jaw, followed by a red flash as Rezl pulled his cannon's trigger. Ether spewed in an angry geyser, and the Kel's gripped loosened. Rezl hit the ground and unloaded five more rounds into the fallen leader's torso. The monster dropped. Frenzied, the Kel's crew closed in like a flood. Rezl's ghost lifted above the fray, frantic. Now! 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 In one motion, Rezl rose from a crouch, his fist clenched and raised high as a storm of arc light built within him, his full might raining down on the Kel's chest. The shockwave of Rezl's attack hit like a meteor, shattering the Kel's body and any fallen within the havoc storm's radius. The remaining fallen staggered, knocked back and dazed. Rezl triggered his sparrow. His ghost flew to his side. We're leaving? Before that catch opens up on us. Rezl punched the throttle as the fallen crew opened fire. Let's never do that again, his ghost pleaded. Rezl didn't have to reply. If war was a constant, never was just an illusion. In defense of North Channel, winds from the south caught the smoke and began to clear the thick air. Slowly, the citizens of the small, snow-covered settlement came out from their hiding places. Rezl surveyed their faces, each wary, but flecked with hope. Living in the wilds was all they had known, surviving, fighting, hiding. These people had heard stories of a safer place, but tales of a better life were so rarely true. Rezl and his companions had been tracking this fallen for weeks. Had they caught them sooner, this town would have been spared. That any survivors climbed from the rubble to see another day marked this as a victory. But Rezl was growing tired of small wins, however meaningful. That evening, Rezl and the others led a gathering of survivors on the long journey to the growing city beneath the Traveler. Some settlers remained behind, choosing to stake their claim in the untamed wilds. Rezl admired their resolve, but never looked back. He knew whatever death these brave pioneers avoided that day would come to them someday, in one form or another. Grimoire Card Legends and Mysteries Rezl Azir The Whisperer and the Bone Something in Rezl was telling him he shouldn't be here. Something deep. Something resembling fear. He knelt, examining the dust-covered pile at his feet. The skulls had been discarded with little care some time ago. Decades. Maybe longer. The doors carved into the rock face were arcane, dark, gothic, other, and large. The jagged finery of their archways spoke to an artistry that only served to strengthen the sinking feeling in his gut. Rezl had come to Luna in search of nightmares. And after his long journey, from the growing city, beneath the Traveler to the ends of the earth and beyond, he found himself face to face with the remnants of stories he'd hoped were nothing but lies. He stood, a large man made small against the massive, looming doorway. 
the knot in his stomach was telling him to turn back. Instead, he moved forward, toward the doors, sealed as they were, for ages untold. After only a few steps, a shrill, heavy scraping cut the air. The massive doors were opening. Rezl steadied his rifle as a lone shape, floating just above the ground, appeared from the deep black beyond the threshold. The figure in the doorway, a dark, ethereal woman cloaked in tattered ceremony and armored with ornate bone, danced in the air. Rezl and the demon woman held their ground, contemplating one another. With no warning, the silent intimacy of the moment was broken by a booming, angry call from deep within the doorway. The sound, thick and pained, echoed across the narrow valley, then fell silent. After a beat that felt like eternity, the figure backed away into the dark. The doors remained wide, an invitation or a dare. Rezel did not know, nor did he care. The mighty titan took steps forward. Uh, I'm not sure this is a good idea. His ghost concern was impossible to mistake. Not sure that matters. We've come, we've seen. Maybe the best course here is to warn the others. Gather an army. Maybe. I'm just saying, it's possible you can't handle whatever it is we've upset here. We've woken nightmares. Rezl's attention was singular, focused intently on the dark beyond the threshold. The hive were supposed to be gone. The ghost mulled the full consequence of this mistaken belief. They've been silent for... They're not silent anymore. That scream, these doors, they're best left alone. I can't do that. Rezel continued forward, toward the dark, toward the unknown. Stay here. Excuse me? Get distance. We don't know what this is. What's coming? Can't risk you too close to an unknown. And if you fall, where? I can't find you? If I fall, if I don't return, run. Tell the others, warn them all. There are worse things than pirates. Rezel steadied his rifle and stepped into the dark as his ghost lingered. Hours passed, more... Time was lost in this place, and with it any remembrance of hope, of promise, of purpose in the longing for a brighter tomorrow. Down amongst the shadows, there were no tomorrows. Down in the abyss, there was no hope. Rezel's footfalls echoed, lonely, measured steps with no guarantee of purchase. At any moment, the world could fall away and he would be lost. The forgotten hero who foolishly sought nightmares. Then, a presence, sweeping and dreamlike. Rezel leveled his rifle. He could sense the witch, but found it impossible to track her in the dark. Rezel opened fired, short, focused burst to light the ebony corridor. The demon witch circled just beyond the reach of each burst glow. Rezel kept firing using the short flickers of light to gain bearing. The witch laughed, and a thick black cloud engulfed Rezel. 
The Titan kept firing, but his movements were restricted. The cloud confined him, caged him. He could hear her moving just beyond his sight as her laughter rose in pitch, cutting into Rezel's mind and soul like a tempered blade. Rezel flinched as the wicked woman began to speak in a tongue that resembled torture more than language. The pain was searing, complete. The demon approached the withering hero. As she spoke, her violent words began to take shape, morphing from syllables of death to a known offering of haunted human languages. The demon woman leaned in close and whispered intimately. Rezel's ears bled as she spoke. I am the end of morrows, Zior the blessed, Zior the betrothed. I am of the coming storm. These are not my words, but prophecy. Your light will one day shatter and die. For now it simply offends, and you, dear, sweet, fragile thing, shall be made to suffer for your transgressions upon this holy ground. As the witch fell silent, her hateful voice was replaced by a growing chorus of hungry, manic, chittering, and the rising thunder of an approaching flood. Rezel had come looking for the terrors that hid just beyond the light. He found them. Or maybe they found him. Grimoire Card Legend Rezel Azir The Triumphant Fall The trigger clicked. Another empty clip slid from its purchase and dropped to the dark stone floor. It was the last. His rifle was dry. Rezel spun the weapon in his hand, grabbing hard around the barrel like a club. A new wave of chittering death was upon him, fragile but aggressive, overwhelming in their number and oppressive in their rage. The stock of the rifle connected with skull after skull. They caved and fell, like the others before. The pile of vanquished nightmares, half bone, half dust, grew at Rezel's feet. There was a calm to him, an ease. The chaos of battle was no time to panic. His swing was wide, but measured, no wasted movement. A demon clawed at his back, then another. They were heavier than their frail frames would suggest. He gave a shrug and a shake, turned and hammered the stock hard into the side of one creature's temple. Its skull splintered and the stock lodged deep within the wet, chalky mass beneath the bone. He made a fleeting effort to break the rifle free, but had to let it fall away as the rush of demons increased. Rezel kicked the other monster to the floor stepping on his neck while shifting to backhand a throng of attackers eager to make their killing lunge. If the rifle, his battle-worn inferno, had served to thin the herd and buy Rizzle time to assess the whole of the situation, his rose would see him through. It always had. The titan, a wash in the ash and gore of his enemies, pulled his cannon and in one motion feathered the trigger to level the wretched beast closest to him. The bloom from each shot lit the cavern with flashes of red heat, a garden of angry roses blossoming in pointed defiance of this vile, hateful kingdom of shadows. 
On the far end of the sea of gnashing maws, the wicked woman danced in the air, watching, waiting. Rezel's cannon was loaded and ready to fire as if an afterthought. He let loose another barrage and six more demons slumped, lifeless upon the pile. The witch unleashed a violent cry. And as quickly as it had begun, the onslaught subsided. The chittering fell from a deafening roar to an eerie chorus of humming through the ebon haze just beyond his sight. Rezel stood, straightened his tired back, and took long, deep breaths. The storm had not been weathered. He could feel it in his gut. He stood now not at peace, but within the eye, the swirling, terrible lull before the waves came crashing once more. The wicked woman laughed a horrid grating screech, followed by footsteps, heavy and hard. Thum! 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 Rezel squinted against the dark as he slid new lead into his cannon cylinder. A shape took form approaching from the deep, a being of might and mass that dwarfed the titan. A cleaver the size of any ordinary man, bigger, hung effortlessly in its hand. Its body was thick with ornate bone, a living armor that was one with the beast. Rezel let out an accepting sigh. The creature walked like a man burdened by untold sin, lumbering and slow, though its stride covered ground with unnatural ease. To Rezel, the approaching horror cut an imposing silhouette, not unlike that of an ancient, disgraced knight. Maybe it had been heroic once. Maybe here, in these shadows, to the watchful eyes of the wicked woman and her rotting horde, it was a hero still, only for a darker, sinister cause. The thought intrigued Rezel. The fight he had come all this way to find, the enemy he had hoped was nothing but a legend's lie, seemed eager to greet him. He smiled beneath his helm, then spun his rose with a confident hunter's twirl before steadying his aim and fanning its hammer once more. The angry bloom lit the dark. Six shots, center mass, Rezel's lead pinged off a sudden, shimmering wall of black. The knight had conjured a protective barrier as if from nothing. Unable to comprehend the creature's arcane methods, dark magic, or unimagined tact, or even a joining of the two, Rezel didn't care. He reloaded and prepared to face the unknown. As the ethereal shield faded, the beast raised its blade and let loose an aggressive, inhuman roar. Hell's own battle cry. Rezel accepted the challenge. His rose gripped tightly in his vice grip. The titan charged forward. He would meet the shadow's rage head on. Two days had passed since Rezel stepped from the dark corridors beneath the moon back into the light. His ghost pressed him for details time and again. He wanted to know all he could of the wicked woman and her promise of suffering, of the sea of mindless, chittering death, of the hulking night and Rezel's epic battle. The ghost was enthralled and deeply concerned. If the monsters below the moon were active and aware, the city must be warned. Rezel agreed. 
as they watched another Earth rise from the lonely quiet of the lunar surface and planned their long journey home, Rezel pulled fragmented bones from the pouch that hung on his left hip, a reminder of the evil that lurked beyond the light and the last remnants of the wicked woman's betrothed. And while he recounted once more the events of his time in the shadows, he took his rose from its holster and began grafting the bone to its steel frame. Just another trophy from another battle won. It was only later and far too late that the first whispers came and the bones revealed their true, jagged purpose. Segment 3. The Rise of Yore. Grimoire Card. Ghost Fragment. Thorn 2. Type. Transcript. Description. Conversation. Parties. 4. 3. Unidentified. 1. Unconfirmed. Associations. Breaklands. Durga. Last Word. Malfur. Shin. North Channel. Palamon. Thorn. Veller. Ward. Jaren. Weapons of Sorrow. Your Dredgen. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. Can I see what you got there? Your cannon. Can I see it? I know you. Not that I can say. And you want to hold my peace. Just that I never seen one like it. No, you haven't. Looks dangerous. Seems maybe that's the point. Suppose so? Can I see it? Not likely. Where'd you, where'd you find it? You hearing me? He asked you a question. Didn't find it. Made it. Hell of a touch you got, then. You a smith? I look like a smith. Looks can be deceiving. Got that right. There a problem? Doesn't need to be. Glad we got that cleared up. Now about that piece. Bindaluna? Excuse me? The moon, you been? Nobody's been. That a truth? That's a fact. Funny you make that distinction. Truth is you must think you're some kind of something special. With that attitude. The way you're just dismissing us like you're... We're nothing. Like we ain't even here. Fact is, you ain't near as rock solid as you figure. Fact is, special's only special till it's not. The bones say otherwise. Speak straight. You say, nobody, bones say otherwise. What bones? All of them. What are you getting at? Too many to count. You trying to get a rile out of us? Was only making conversation. You really weren't. We got a smart one here. Experienced more than smart. But experience has its advantages. Experience tells you to lip off the strangers just to try to make talk? 
keep on insisting and maybe we will. Tack? Have words. Ain't that what we're doing? My conversations tend to be a bit louder. That a threat? A truth. Who the hell do you think you are? According to your facts, nobody. Yet here I sit. Doesn't matter how much pretty your gun is. You keep it up, we'll just see how loud you like to get. You done talking now? Guess he knows his place, boys. Ever have a nightmare? You playing games or just thick? I know you have. This world can't help but. I don't have nightmares. I give them. You are goddamn cliche. The picture-perfect bandit. Hearing your voice, the things you're saying, the shade of the hard man you pretend to be? Ain't no shade. Sit down. Sit. Down. Your mouth just got your friends dead. This is what happens when you bore me, and right now, I'm so very bored. What? No, no, listen! Shh. But, 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 but you're, you're a, you're one of them. A guardian, right? You're supposed to, to be the good ones. Supposed to be? Maybe I am. Maybe this is what good looks like. Anymore? Who can tell? I... You wanna see my prize? No, I... Look at it. I... Whimpering won't stop what comes next. Look. Look at it. Open your eyes. Not many get to see such a clean view. The bone, you see it, jagged like thorns. I used to think of it as a rose, focusing on its bloom. But the bloom is just a byproduct of its anger. You have nightmares? Ever seen a nightmare? Ever open your eyes and realize the horror wasn't a dream? The terror wasn't gone? I've seen nightmares. They live in the shadows. They've been watching. I thought he's foolish, I know, but I thought I saw a way. That maybe we could win, maybe we could survive. But once you step into those shadows, it's so very hard to walk in the light. Or, maybe I just wasn't strong enough. Maybe. But I feel strong now. I stole the dark. Or maybe it stole me. Either way, we're here. And I'm hungry. It's hungry. You have no light beyond the spark of your pathetic life, but a spark is something. Open your eyes! End transcript. Grimoire card. Ghost fragment. Thorn. Three. Type. Transcript. Description. Conversation. Parties. Two. One. Ghost type. Designate. One. Guardian type. Class. Associations. Breaklands. Durga. Last word.
Malfur, Shin, North Channel, Palamon, Thorn, Veller, Ward, Jaren, Weapons of Sorrow, Your Dredgen. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. You were not always this man. True. Then the math says you do not need to remain this man. You can be other. I am other. You can be better. This is better. That matter, at best, is subjective. Then what? Lesser? Some would say. But what would you say? All we've seen, and now, here with me, you have no words. I have words, but... But you will not like them. There is much I do not like. More now than ever, it would seem. <laughs> I find no laughing matter in your path. Only in the journey. What brought you here was nobility. And my prize. That is no prize. A curse, then. I would say. And I would disagree. You are no longer yourself. I am myself. It's who I was that's gone. Who you were held all the value. To you. To the light. The light. It is all. It is nothing but a crutch. One that has held you up. Only just and nothing more. Nothing more? You were a hero. And yet people still die. Corruption still exists. Light still fades. And darkness still spreads. As it will ever be. That doesn't mean you give in to... To what? Hope? This is not hope. This is peace. You have blood on your hands. How's that any different than prior? Innocent blood. Matter of perspective. That's the shadow talking. And I am not? The shadow? Yeah, no. These past cycles... You've made an honorable effort, tried your best to correct my course, but I don't know it it needs correcting. And if it does, could be too late. Could be, it is a winding path, long way from where I was to where I'm going. That is my hope, that there is still time for corrective measures, the writing of our path, the cleansing of your shadow and a return to the light. Why'd you pick me? It doesn't work that way. Was I special? You were. But only as special as any other. You are all special. Seems to contradict the word, don't it? Not in my estimation. If we're all special, are any of us special? Is that what you want? To be special? (laughs) You dismiss, but it's a very serious question. Is that all you're after? Is all of the death worth that badge? Am I not already more than the rest? 
Looking at you here, now, the smoke, ashen bone at your feet mark you as so much less. Maybe. And yet here you are. Meaning? You have been at my side every step of the way. Where else would I be? Yet you disagree so thoroughly with my change in perspective. If only the change was simply one of perspective, your evolution was no choice. This is not you having to come to an understanding after careful, considered thought. This is corruption. The shadows? The darkness! Maybe so. There is no maybe here. And do you think you can save me? I rekindled your light. It falls first to me to aid in its survival. I tire of it. You must try I tire of you. That is no longer my name. I will not speak the other. It doesn't matter. This is where we part ways. I will not leave you. I am leaving you. Without me, your journey ahead will be more than any one guardian can handle. That's the point. It's been some time since you saw me as worthy of walking among those I once called brother and sister, yet any more, I feel as though I am worthy of so much more. Without me, you will die. Someday. Won't be the first time. Consider this my last good deed. I am releasing you of your burden of my deeds, both done and yet to come. I will not abandon you. You will, or I will carve the light from your shell and leave the carcass of my first and last friend in the dirt of this dull, red world for no one to find. Then I failed you completely. Not me. Maybe the man I was. He is truly dead. I believe so. Belief is not fact. Semantics I no longer have the patience for. When you speak of me, use my proper name. Tell them of the man that stands before you, not the ghost of the hero I once was. You will always be to me. If you cannot let that man go, you will forever taint his legacy. All the good I have ever done will be washed away in the fire of who I've become. If you care, there is still some promise within you. If I am honest, I care only to give hope to the frightened, huddled masses so that when I come upon them, they will have more to lose. Their pain will be greater, their screams more pure. You nothing dies like hope. I cherish it. You're a monster. Finally, you see the truth. Is truly dead. So I've said, long live, Dredgen Yor. This is farewell. But you can only run from your sins so far. In the end, you will die alone. Maybe so. But I gotta tell ya, I tend to like my odds. Your tainted rose will not always save you. 
Old friend, it already has. Grimoire card. Ghost fragment. Thorn. Four. Type. Transcript. Description. Conversation. Parties. Two. One. Ghost type. Designate. One. Guardian type. Class. Associations. Breaklands. Durga. Dwindler's Ridge. Last word. Malfur. Shin. North Channel. Palamon. Thorn. Veller. Ward. Jaren. Weapons of Sorrow. Your Dredgen. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. Such darkness. Impressed. Far from it. To each their own. His light is faded. His light is gone. You are an infection. I am which will cleanse. You are a monster. <laughs> An old friend once saw me as the same. He was right, and had we met earlier, so too would you be. You'd dare defend yourself? All you've done as anything but monstrous? No more than a hurricane. Then you're a force of nature. I am all that is right. You may not see it, for lack of looking or blind ignorance, but I am all that is good. You've just murdered a good man. He shot first. Yet you stand. Guess he missed. He never misses. First time for everything. His cannon. Nice piece of hardware. Well-worn, but clean. Smooth hammer. It was his prize. Guess he put too much faith in the wrong steel. Is that where your faith lies? In steel? Not for some time. My steel is only an extension. My faith is in the shadow. Then my light is an affront to all you are. I am your truest enemy. One of many. Would you end me? Not you, not now. The shadow knows mercy. The shadow knows no such thing. Then what? The other. What other? The dead man's charge. The boy? You didn't him as well? If it comes to that, we'll see. I won't let you have the child. Been long enough now? think maybe he's a man. You cannot have him. Not yet. I won't let you. That you could stop me is an amusing thought. Here, take it. Why? Give the apprentice his master's sword. It is a gift. You cannot have him. You fear for his light. He is special. Yes, I am aware. You're trying to tempt him. You're feeding his anger. The gun is a memento, nothing more. You claim to be a vessel, 
A hollow shell where once a man stood, but that is just a lie. The man is still in you. There is no man here. I am now, and for the rest of time, only Regin Yor. The Eternal Abyss? So, not all the forgotten languages are dead. Hide behind whatever titles you wish. It is still a facade. No force of nature would play such games. Games? The canon. You wish to tempt the boy, to spur him on and fuel his rage. There is intent there. The actions of a man, monstrous, mad or otherwise. You are nothing more. And what value does your conclusion bring, flawed as it may be? That a hurricane can only be weathered, not stopped. Not redirected, a force in nature is uncaring and without intent. But a man, yes, a man is none of those things. A man can be killed. And there it is. There what is? A sliver of hope. Grimoire card. Ghost fragment. The last word. Four. Then. Palamon was ash. I was only a boy, my face caked in soot, snot, and sorrow. I assumed Jaren, my friend, our guardian, the savior of Palamon, would always protect us. Could always save us. But I was a fool. Jaren and the others, only a handful, but still our best hunters, our hardest hearts, had left three sons prior, tracking fallen after the bandits had caused a stir. The stranger, the other, arrived the following day. He rarely spoke, took a room, took our hospitality. I was intrigued by him, as I was Jaren when he first arrived, but the stranger was cold, distant, damaged, I thought. But I wasn't afraid, not yet. Only a child, I knew the monsters of our world to walk like men, but they were not. They were something alien, four-armed, and savage. The stranger was polite, but solemn. I took him for a sad, broken man, and he was, though at the time I didn't understand how that can make one dangerous. As with Jaren, father made an effort to keep me away from the stranger. It wouldn't matter. As the silhouette approached, fear held tight. The dark figure towered over me, looking into me, through me. He smiled, my knees weak, all lost. Then he turned and walked away, leaving ruin and a heartbroken, terrified boy in his wake without a second glance. I've been chasing that stranger's shadow ever since. Now. We stood silent, the sun high. Seconds passed, feeling more like hours. He looked different. He seemed now to be weightless. Effortless in an existence that would crush a man burdened by conscience. My gaze remained locked as I felt a heat rising inside of me. The other spoke. Been a while. I gave no reply. The gunslinger's sword. His cannon. That was a gift. My silence held as my thumb caressed the perfectly worn hammer at my hip. An offering from me to you. The heat grew, centered in my chest. I felt like a coward the day Jaren Ward died and for many cycles after. 
But here, I felt only the fire of my light. The other probed. Nothing to say. He let the words hang. I've been waiting for you, for this day. His attempt at conversation felt mundane, when judged against all that had come before. Many times I thought you had faltered, given up. All I'd lost, all who suffered, flashed rapidly through my mind, intercut with a dark silhouette walking towards a frightened, weak coward of a boy. The fire burned in me. The other continued, But here you are. This is truly an end. As his tongue slipped between syllables, my gun hand moved, as if of its own will. Reflex and purpose merged with anger, clarity, and an overwhelming need for just that. An end. In step with my motion, the fire within burst into focus, through my shoulder down my arm as my finger closed on the trigger of my third father's cannon. Two shots, two bullets engulfed in an angry glow. The other fell. I walked to his corpse. He never raised his cursed thorn, the jagged gun with the festering sickness. I looked down at the dead man who had caused so much death. My shooter still embraced by the dancing flames of my light, a sadness came over me. I thought back to my earliest days of Palamon, of Jaren. Leveling my cannon at the dead man's helm, I paid one final tribute to my mentor, my savior, my father, and my friend. Yours, not mine. As I closed my grip, allowing Jaren's cannon, now my own, to have the last loud word. Segment 4. The Legacy of Your Grimoire Card Ghost Fragment Thorn 5 Type Transcript Parties 1. Guardian Type Class Hunter Associations Orsa Zyre A.K.A. Vale Dredgen Thorn Vale Dredgen A.K.A. Orsa Zyre Weapons of Sorrow Your Dredgen Your Shadows of Audio Unavailable Transcript follows. We have tamed the sickness, broken it with unwilling sacrifice. Now we claim our reward. Have you heard the whispers, brothers, sister? The shadow speaks. All we have to do is listen. Its secrets are a gift. Its gift are evolution. The others misunderstand. We are the weapons of sorrow, living and free, the hated heroes of this broken age. Grimoire Card Ghost Fragment The Last Word 5 Type Transcript Description Conversation Parties 2 1. Ghost Type Designate 1. Guardian Type Class Hunter Associations. Breaklands. Derga. Dwindler's Ridge. Last Word. Malfur. Shin. North Channel. Orsa. Zyre. A.K.A. Vale. Dredgen. Palamon. Thorn. Vale. Dredgen. A.K.A. Orsa. Zyre. Veller. 
Ward Jaren. Weapons of Sorrow. Your Dredgen. Your Shadows of. Audio unavailable. Transcript follows. Will you fight them? The Shadows. Those who have taken up arms in the name of Yor. The hope is that they are more careful than their inspiration. Do you believe that it will make a difference? No. Then what will you do? The Vanguard has an eye on... The Vanguard have their eyes on many things. I'm aware. Then what will you do? What needs to be done? Query results concluded. Thank you for using the Focused Fire Chat Lorebot Audio Grimoire Supplement Database. Be brave, Guardians.